Just, just a word for someone. Um, Psalm 34, verse 10. Psalm 34 and verse 10. God bless you. Please, I need some people to join the children's ministry. You know, Deaconess Edna has been with the kids, changing here and there with some of the other teachers, but if you can join in, please do. She also needs to come in and sit and hear the word of God here. So make join in and, 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 and let there be more hands there so that they can have a good rotation around and, and those of you that are joining, she will take you through a training. There are particular expectations that we have. So make sure you learn about those expectations. It's not just staying with them. It's making sure you impact them correctly. In the name of Jesus, amen. Psalm 34, it's a message for someone. And verse 10, and the Bible says, the young lions lack and suffer hunger, but those who seek the Lord shall not lack any good thing. Amen. Those who seek the Lord shall not lack any good thing. Amen. Amen. Hold on to that word. I believe God speaks for a, for a reason. And he speaks to us at this moment and gives you that message, whoever you are. The young lions may lack and suffer hunger, but they that wait upon the Lord, those who seek the Lord, shall not lack any good thing. Amen. Praise God. It's a good Sunday. Yeah. Amen. And it's, uh, it's good to see all, all of you guys here. Uh, some people we have not seen in a long time. We last saw them last year and they are here. Amen. So Ben, welcome. Everybody's looking this side. I mean, Benjamin is also back. Huh? <laughs> ah, hallelujah. Yeah, they try to hide in the crowd, but we see you anyway. Ernest and, and Florence, just stand up where you are. <laughs> uh, the latest couple in town. <laughs> hallelujah. Show, show, show us how they taught you to sit her down. Ah, all right, okay, before you do that, my wife says we want to see the rings. Show them that you are taken. Yeah. <laughs> nah, it's, I, I know why it's on that finger. She explained to me. It's okay. She explained to me. She explained to me. She's not, she's not getting away from us. Now show us what they, how they taught you. See, in Uganda, there's a certain way that you have to sit your wife. Show them. Ah, uh, yes. Now you can sit down. I, I know you're raring to give your testimony. What we will do, I'm, I'll talk to you guys after, but we will give you a special day to give your testimony. Where is Raymond? He decided to abscond church. It's a good reason. <laughs> All right, okay. So, 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 so you and brother Raymond, Raymond is waiting. So wait with, wait with him. And then uh, I know, you know, the, the first shall be the last. <laughs> Tell him that when you see him. So I know he's waiting for his wife to come. But then we will then celebrate you. And, and, and church, uh, can, I, can, I, can I just announce when we want to do this? On the 4th of February, instead of having a country to celebrate with us, we will celebrate you guys. And we'll 
So we'll have a wedding Thanksgiving and we'll celebrate you guys on the 4th of February. Now you guys close your ears. Now church, I need you to bring something to say God bless you to them. Can you do that? Yes. Don't just celebrate with word of, with word of mouth. Huh? You, <laughs> you put something to it. Yeah? For the two couples. Yeah? I don't mind if you buy the same cups for them and buy the same cups for the other couple. As long as you give both couples something. What color do you like? Red. Red or blue, whatever. But you know what? Let's just come and bless them. So we'll celebrate on the 4th of February. That's going to be our thanks. No, is, it, is it 4th or 5th? It's 5th. Yeah, It's 5th. Because on the 4th, I need you to go with me to Amsterdam. So on the 5th, we will celebrate the weddings here. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Your hallelujah is weak. Hallelujah. All right. <laughs> Amen. Let's go to the word of God that I want to share with us. So I told you last week that I will share with us some prophecies that are specific to ROCCG and ROCCG members that the general overseer has shared with us. Uh, the general overseer, that's Pastor Deboye. Um, and he, he always gives uh, prophecies. You've seen the prophecies um, which we shared in, in the first service where he talked about that it's going to be a year for restoration and pleasant surprises and several things that would happen on the international scene, on the national scene for Nigeria in particular, and, and then also for, for, for individuals. Um, and, 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 but they, he always sends something which he does not say on the public view of the day, he sends us a list of other things that we need to take care of as RCCG members. And, and you and I are just part of, part of the big family of RCCG, so he's given us these. So Onu, can you put my slide up? And, and I just want you to read, them, to read them for yourself. Take note of the things that he's given. Some of them are prophecies, a few of them are instructions. Amen. So the first one is that the giant in RCCG will awaken and that means that RCCG will experience a revival. You know, when you are the fastest growing Pentecostal church, sometimes you think we don't need a revival, but we do. <laughs> Amen. Amen. We do. So we're going to experience a revival. And so you need to begin to prepare yourself for a revival. Prepare yourself that there's going to be God is going to begin to move in the church and do great things. And you should be part of what God is doing. And you can be a vessel to what God is doing. Number two is that the giant in us that has been sleeping will, uh, will wake up. So don't be surprised when you see members of the congregation in RCCG waking up the dead. I say amen to that one. Amen. You see, we need to, 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 to begin to prepare ourselves for miracles. The other day I was uh, listening to a sermon and my wife was saying, why are you listening to that sermon? It was before I saw these prophecies. It was a sermon about deliverance. How to minister deliverance and how to, you know, deal with all kinds of spiritual forces and demons and things that plague people's lives. And I was listening to, 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 to this sermon and, and just learning a number of things. When I saw that, I said yes, because part of the things that this man of God was talking about was that, you know, a lot of times there's a lot of spiritual warfare going on that if we are not careful, we miss to demonstrate the miracles and the powerful the, and to show forth the power of God because we are not prepared. 
And so we need to prepare ourselves for those kind of miracles. Amen. We need to prepare ourselves for those kind of miracles. Number three is that m- most of the lost ground will be recovered. And, and, and this means restoration. Yeah. Most of the lost ground will be recovered. And this week, as, as we pray through our, our 40 days prayer program, this week I want you to focus on prayers around recovery. Prayers around recovery. Let me share with you. So, 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 so most of the lost ground will be recovered. Accordingly, many brethren that left RCCG will come back this year. I, I, I said yes, Lord, to that one. Now, but let me share this with you. As we pray this week, now recovery, recovery means to get back or regain something that was lost, something that was taken away, or something that had become unusable. Lost, taken away, or had become unusable. Something they began to say, this is useless, you can't use it anymore. And, and so that's going to come back, that's going to be recovered, it's going to be restored, it's going to be recovered. So I want you to pray this week to say, Father, what I've lost, what has been taken away, what has become unusable in my life, Lord, recover it. Let me recover it. And, and, I, and, and the second one is that it, it talks about making up for or making good of a loss. So where you you make good for a loss or for a damage or for time. Damage, loss, and time. And you make up for it. So where you're saying the deadline is far spent and and you know the work takes four days, you're going to do it in... (laughs) in (laughs) It doesn't give you the right to go and sleep an extra two days because God will recover your time. <laughs> but I'll tell you what will cause your time to be recovered. Give you a testimony. When I was, in, when I was doing my bachelor, I used to go out almost every weekend to go and preach. Get on a bus on a Friday after lectures and go and preach. Go to, to go to a village somewhere and spend the weekend preaching. Come back on a Sunday evening and work on all the assignments that needed to be done to hand them in on Monday morning and still be able to come out in the top two of the class. That's God recovering your time. Yeah? You understand what I'm saying? Recovery of time is when I was doing my PhD. Never missed a service because of my studies except for one but I still brought my family to church and I went for a meeting because I could not avoid it but four years doing a PhD never missed a service because of my work and still be a a husband a dad (laughs) what is it it's God who causes the time I know some people would say how can you spend so much time in church? I had a chemistry professor once told me, you spend too much time in church, wrote on a report card, sent to my parents, spends too much time in church. And now I'm also a doctor. What is it? It's about God who recovers time. Did you hear what I said, church? Yes. Right, okay. So, and, and, and let, me, let me give you the last, the last part. It's about being able to obtain judgment to recover for damages or for something that went wrong 
to be able to get judgment, there are judgments that are pending, you will get them. <laughs> that will cause you to recover that which is supposed to be yours. Things that were taken away from you or things that had been muscled away from you or things that are supposed to be yours. But for some reason, the state of the situation has made that you don't get them. God is going to cause you to have judgment over those things so that you can have it back. Amen. Amen. So we will be praying throughout this week. So on Monday, I want you to focus on the church. God let the church recover all that it must recover. On Tuesday, I want you to pray for the family. Lord, let the families, let my family recover all. If it is land, if it is your well that you have lost, God, we will recover it. If it is, if it is the husband that went away, I will recover him. Recover all. If it is the health and whatever, Lord, we will recover all. On Wednesday, on Wednesday, we will pray for the nation. So in the house fellowships, make sure you spend 20 minutes praying for the nation. House fellowship leaders, I hope you understood. You can even spend 30 if you want. But at least 20. Just pray for the nation. Pray for this nation and for the nations where we come from. Pray for them because they need prayer. They must recover their heritage. The nations must recover their heritage. They must recover their standing. Amen. Number, uh, what, what day are we on? On Thursday. On Thursday, you will pray for yourself. Lord, let me recover all that concerns me. That has been lost, that has been taken away, that has been damaged, the time. Lord, let me recover. That's what you pray for on Thursday. And on Friday, you will pray for lost souls. Recover them. Bring them back into your house. We will pray that there will be people turning, giving their lives to Jesus. Recover them. Bring them into the house of God. And Saturday and, 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 and Sunday, you will spend more time in praise and pray for whatever else you want to pray. And then on, and on, on, on Saturday, at 5 o'clock, we will be in room number one, to pray together. Amen. So Saturday and Sunday, you can you spend a lot of time in praise and pray for all the other things that you have on your heart. And we meet on Saturday at 5 to pray. Amen. <laughs> Recover all. Take this scripture down. Isaiah 10, verse, Isaiah 11, verse 10 to 11. And, that, and in that day they shall be the root of Jesse, who shall stand as a banner to the people, for the Gentiles shall seek him, and his resting place shall be glorious. It shall come to pass in that day that the Lord shall set his hand again the second time to recover the remnant of his people who are left from Assyria and Egypt, from Pathros and Cush, from Elam and Shinar, from Hamath and the islands of the sea. 
It shall come to pass in that day. It shall come to pass in this year that the Lord shall set his hand again a second time to recover. Lord, set your hand to recover. That's going to be your prayer. Lord, set your hand to recover. And 1 Samuel 30 verse 8, you can stand upon this word. 1 Samuel 30 verse 8 says, So David inquired of the Lord, saying, Shall I pursue this troop? Shall I overtake them? And this is the answer of the Lord. And he answered him and said, Pursue, for you shall surely overtake them. And without fail, recover how many? All. All, All right. So, okay. So, you know, you know that one. Um, while we are in the process of recovering, because of the giant that will awaken, anyone who is slow or reluctant to move may be trampled underfoot. For when the giant awakes and begins to move, you better move with him so that he does not step on you. Make sure you are aligned. What my wife was saying. You know, there was this man who used to advise the king. And so Elisha comes and says, by this time tomorrow, you know how prophets speak. Oh king, hear this, by this time tomorrow, there will be food again in the city. They were in a time of serious famine. There was no food. People were ready to, you know, you know what they were doing? They were saying, let's eat your baby today and tomorrow I eat my baby. No, that's how desperate people were. And then Elisha wakes up one morning, hears what God has been speaking and comes to the gate and says, Oh king, hear the word of the Lord. By this time tomorrow, there will be food in the city. And food will be so cheap to buy. And there was a man there who did not align himself to what was being awakened. And says, even if God were to open the windows of heaven, this, how can this thing be? It can't. You know, like when I was in school, they taught me two minus, minus one is one. But when they said one minus two, they said it can't. You can't take two out of one. You can only take one out of two. That's how they were teaching me when I was young. Remember our pastor was talking about how he struggled with that. And so they said, ah, king, this guy must be crazy. Even if God were to open the windows of heaven, it can't. He did not, he did not line up himself with God. And so when things began to happen, the Bible says, you know, there was a stampede. And only him. Only him. In the midst of the stampede, only him is the one who died. And all those that stampeded, killed him, did not even look back because they were rushing for the food that had suddenly become so cheap. Make sure you align yourself with God. Hmm? Make sure you, you key in to what God is saying. Amen. Key in to what God is saying. Don't miss what God is saying and doing. So, so, and so he says, you know, make sure you are moving fast enough as well. Move fast. Hallelujah. Amen. Tell your neighbor, move fast. And then here, most of the testimonies this year will be on hopeless cases turned around. I love this one. 
You know, it's, it's some of these small things that I also say, ah, God, I'm moving in the Spirit. You know, it's, I also need encouragement as a pastor. And when you see that senior pastor is talking about the things that you've been hearing, it gives you, say, ah, yes. I told you, you need to start putting on your dancing shoes. Even when there's nothing to dance about, put them on and start learning how to dance. Learn to dance on your toes because hopeless cases are going to be turned around. Anything that has not been used will, be, will become disused. I pray that you will not end up there. Where God is recovering things that had become usable, don't become useless. I said don't become useless. Yeah, don't become useless. So, so things that have not been used become disused. So if you don't allow the Holy Spirit to do his work, he will leave us. I refuse to become useless in the name of Jesus. I will be useful. Tell yourself, I will be useful. <laughs> Make sure you are useful. The next, the next one. And then here are some, 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 some instructions. And some instructions. So it says, pastors should go and see to it that every RCCG member is baptized in water. And I've got a sister who's saying, pastor, I should not go until you baptize me. I'm doing my best to make sure you get baptized before you go. Um, it's just that the river is frozen right now. <laughs> but I'll, I'll try, I'm trying to find a way. I'm trying to find a way. But, but that's the instruction. So if you're not baptized in water, if you were sprinkled, come and talk to me. Let's correct that put you in, including your toes. Let nothing remain above. And you rise up to a new man. Yeah. So pastors, so this is an instruction to me and I give it to you because I, I, if you haven't been baptized, you know, go and talk to Elton. He will put you through what you need to know and then we will do it. And, 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 and carry out regular ministrations as well in the baptism of the Holy Spirit. If you don't speak in tongues, desire to speak in tongues, this is your year to speak in tongues. You see, tongues are not for some special people. They are for everyone. That's what the scripture says. It says the believers. Mark chapter 16. says the believers. It did not say some believers. It says the believers. Yeah? So, so if you're not speaking in tongues, see me and, and I'll pray with you. Amen. But also during the year, we will be sensitive to this and we'll just be calling altar calls for that. One of the things that EGO taught us in the School of Disciples, so if you haven't done School of Disciples, we're going to start at the end of February. Last Saturday of February, we will start School of Disciples. And, and, and he taught us that soldiers need to wear a uniform to battle to the battlefront to ensure their own colleagues do not mistake them for an enemy and shoot them down. If the dressing of RCCG members is not different from that of the world, the hosts of heaven that will be acting as agents of God's judgment may shoot them too. Pastors are therefore to warn RCCG members about the way they dress too, both to church and elsewhere. I think the warning is clear. Yeah? It's clear. Make sure you're on the Lord's side. You know, when I was growing up, they taught me a scripture. You know, I used to love dressing in all kinds of funny ways. I grew up in the days of hip-hop, crisscross. <laughs> Is anybody old enough to know crisscross here? Yes, they are. Huh? Who knows crisscross? So it was a young group. 
huh, which was called crisscross. And you know what crisscross used to do? Huh? Jump, jump. Huh? He knows crisscross. Huh? And you know, one of, the, one of the key things about crisscross is normally, normally you put your trousers on like this with your zipper at the front. Crisscross put the zipper at the back. And crisscross were amongst the first guys to bring the hype of, you know, I see some young boys today wearing their, their, their trousers at the bottom of their, of, of, of their billa. Huh? So that's, that's the time I grew up. And, and we would hip hop and do the rolling. Huh? Huh? And until, and then I became a Christian. And this brother showed me a scripture. Can't even remember the reference, but I know what it said. It says, I went out and I saw a woman dressed like a prostitute. The woman was not a prostitute, but she was dressed like a prostitute. So he says to me, young man, be careful how you dress. Otherwise, you'll be identified as a prostitute. You know, people know how prostitutes dress. That's why the Bible said dressed like, even in their days where they wore long robes, there was even a dressing that was associated with. So from then I stopped dressing like crisscross. <laughs> and then I became, when I became a manager, I was talking to, to one guy and he says, you know, if you want to go higher, you need to dress the part. So I sat down and started looking at how the managers dressed in the office. And I saw that there was a difference. There was a distinction. Something set them apart just by their dressing. Not because it was expensive, but because it dressed to show they had authority. It did not mean I don't go to work in a tie all the time, unless I have to. But I've known to dress the part. So that when my team looks at me, they are able to say, we need to follow him. My team dresses well. I'm proud of it. <laughs> and then I saw a woman dressed like a prostitute with a crafty intent. I, I pray that you have no crafty intents. Amen. amen. Ah, your amen is weak, but it's okay. <laughs> I have delivered my own. He said I should warn you. Please, I have warned you. Yeah. Finally, you know, he, he said that uh, we, we need to, this one was an interesting one. I don't have one myself, but I might have to look for those and give, give them to you. You know, just, just put a sticker on your car to show that you're part of the big family of RCCG. You know, get a message for it. And, 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 and you know, it's, it's, a, it's an easy way to evangelize and, and share the word of God. Amen. Praise God. I've diverted deliberately and spoken about this in detail. I was just going to read them to you, but I decided to speak on them. However, let me finish my sermon on this. In the season that we are in, in the time that we are in, I told you that, that, they are, they, that you need to understand the things that God is doing. Number one, he's bringing restoration. He's turning things around. He's going to cause us to double and flourish. He's going to turn our mourning into dancing. And he needs us to be a people that are passionate for him. He needs us to be a people that are going out for God. 
And he needs us to be a people that are focused upon him. Now for us to be focused and to be passionate about him, and if the giant is going to waken up in us, there are three things that I want us to know. There are three things that I need us to do. I will not go into the details of the three things today. I will leave these for next week because it, it will fit into what I will need to do next week. But I want you to understand this. Number one, God is looking for us to sacrifice, to make a sacrifice, to stand in a place of sacrifice. Number two, God desires us to serve. The Bible says, they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall be renewed and they shall be strong. And, and the aspect of waiting upon the Lord is talking about serving God. And I will talk to you more about this next week. But I need you to know, God is looking for somebody who will give his life for service. The things that we have just shown about there, the giant is waking up for service. The giant needs to awaken in us for service. The reason we are to live holy and be full of the Holy Spirit and be, be walking upright and be doing all those things is so that we can serve God. You see, he, these prophecies and these things are not so that we can just get excited. The warnings are not there so that we can restrict you from wearing the skirt that you want to, to wear or wearing the trousers in the lower end of your, of, your, of, your, of your feet. No, it's about how you can best serve God. Amen. And you need to see that. It's about how you can best be efficient in serving God. Why would God want to restore you so that you flourish? It's so that you can be of better service to him. Why would God come and, and, and touch your life and, and lift up your life and, and cause you to recover things that you have lost? It's so that you can rise up and be able to sacrifice freely. And the last one is about commitment. God is, is desiring that we be a people that are committed. He desires that we be a people that are focused. We be a people that have given all to him. That is that, is that we lay our lives and, and we say, God, this course of action, we take up this course of action and we, we, we stay in this course of action. We choose a path and we stick to it. Tell your neighbor, stick to your path. You see, the trouble we have is that we've got a lot of people that are expecting things to be done for them, but are not sacrificing anything. The trouble we have is we've got a lot of people that are just waiting for somebody to come and serve them, but they are not willing to do anything for others. The trouble we have is we've got people that are not willing to commit to anything. And so we are here going round and round in circles, but this year you must move forward. Tell your neighbor, I'm moving forward. And, and as we move forward, it means we must be the people. You must be the one to make the sacrifice. You must be the one to serve. You must be the one to commit. You must be the one to rise up and say, I will do it. When they say, who will go for us? You will be the one to say, I will go for you. When they say, can we have somebody to help us with this? There will be more than five people running up to do it. Why? Because we've got a committed people. What are you going to commit to? You see, the people that make a difference, and, and I've observed that the people that are often blessed are people that make commitments. 
and are people that are ready to make a sacrifice, to lay themselves down. The people that are blessed are willing to serve. And those that are waiting to be blessed are not serving. But I pray that you will join the servers. You will join the committed. You will join those that lay themselves. So I give myself away so you can use me. I give myself away. You know, we, we, we need people that are going to move that step higher. I have, I have a lot of things to share with you around these three things. And by God's grace, I will do that next week. And, and next week, I will also show us our performance last year, as I normally do sing the song, guys, as, as we normally would have done in December. I will show it on, on the next week. And we will review our year and talk about the vision for this year. There are particular things that are upon my heart where I would need you to be able to understand that those things will happen, that the change that we desire, that, that the move of God that we desire is going to come when people, when you and I are ready to to lay our lives on the altar of God. When you and I are ready to say, God, we will serve you. When you and I are ready to say, God, we will commit. No matter what, Jehovah, our faith is on you. Our eyes are on you. We will go with you all the way to the end. It may not be, be convenient, but God, we are committed to the cause. It may not look good, but God, we are committed to you. We will not leave you as you have not left us. We will not go back because God, we make a promise to you. So, and, I, and I'm going to share these things with you next week. But now I just need you to make a prayer to say, Lord, help me to walk according to your word. Help me to walk according to your word. Help me to walk according to the prophecy that you've spoken for this year. According to your word, oh God, there is a prophetic word that is, that is a rema, but there is a logos, the word of God that is within his scriptures. Help me, Lord, to walk according to the Bible. Help me, Lord, to walk according to the Bible and the word for the season. In the name of Jesus, I give myself away. I give myself away so you can give myself away. I give myself away. Lord, I surrender. I give myself away. I give myself away. So you, so you, you can use me. Can I give myself away. I give myself away. Self away, so you can give myself away. Give myself away, Lord. I give myself, I give my all to you. I give myself away, so you can use me. And I surrender.
spoken, O oh God, even by your man of God, Jehovah Lord, let it be unto me according to your word. Awaken the giant in the name of Jesus. Lord, I pray God, cause me to recover that which has been lost, that which has been broken, that which has been damaged. Father Lord, in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. I just want you to stand with me. You're going to pray one prayer, one key prayer. I need you to pray. And I need you to pray this with all your heart. And it's based upon the, upon the points number one and two about the giant awakening in us. You see, you are a giant. Tell your neighbor, I am a giant. There is power in the inside of you. And, 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 and I need you to know that. And I want you to activate that in prayer. You see prophecies and the word of God is activated in us through prayer through prayer so I need you to pray to say father awaken the giant in me let the giant inside of me you see baby sometimes you see yourself small but you are big you sometimes you think you can't do it but you are big if only the giant in you can be awakened in the name of Jesus Lord awaken my potential awaken oh God my ability awaken oh God Jehovah my ability pray and say father awaken the giant in me in the name of Jesus awaken the giant in the church awaken the giant oh Lord in my life in the name of the Lord Jesus. You think you can't do it, but this year, God is saying you can do it. If only the giant can be awakened. If only the power that's within you can be awakened. The Bible says you can do all things through Christ who strengthens you. You can do all things. You can do all things. You can do all things through Christ who strengthens you. Say, Father Lord, let me do all things. Awaken the giant. Awaken the giant. Awaken Awaken the giant, awaken the giant, awaken the giant, awaken the giant. I need to hear you praying, church. 
I need to hear you praying. Awaken the giant. Shout it out to the Lord. Shout it out, Jehovah. Everything that has been sleeping, everything that has been dormant, everything that has not been functioning in you, awaken, oh God. Everything that has not been working properly, awaken in me, oh God. Awaken the giant, oh Lord. In the name of Jesus, my God. In the name of the Lord Jesus, oh dormant abilities, I pray that they rise up and they awaken in the name of Jesus. My God, the seeds that are within your people, I pray they will germinate. Oh God, release them, Father. Release them, Lord. Release them, God. Release them, God. Release them, Jehovah. Release them, O oh God. In the name of Jesus, I, ex I, I feel a release of the power of God. If you speak in tongues, speak in those tongues. Let the power of God be activated in your life. Let the power of God be activated also in the life of others. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Oh God, my Lord, thank you, Jesus. Activate, oh God, activate, oh Lord. What you were saying is a weakness. God is turning it into a strength. In the name of Jesus, where you said you were not able, you are 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 able. In the name of the Lord Jesus, in the name of the Lord Jesus, my God, I pray. Oh, yes, you are able. You can do it. You can do it. You can do it. You can do it. The giant in you awaken in the name of Jesus. In the name of the Lord Jesus. In the name of the Lord Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Father, give us speed. Give us your speed. Give us your speed. Give us your power. Give us your power. Give us your grace. Give us your power. Give us your grace. Give us your power. It's not by might. It's not by the power of human beings, but it's by the power of the Lord. In the name of Jesus. In the name of the Lord Jesus, oh God. Father, thank you, Jehovah. My God, we bless your name. We worship you, Lord. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. If you believe that something in you has been awakened, I want you to give God some praise. I don't know how you will praise him, but give him some praise. In the name of Jesus. Glory. 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 Church, let me tell you something. When you leave this place today, I want you to go out believing. Go out believing. <laughs> I can do it. I will do it. I am not a failure. I am above. I am ahead. I can do it. I will do it. I will do it. I will tell yourself, I will do it. Tell yourself, I'm somebody. I am great. I am great in the name of Jesus. 
Oh God, thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Oh yes, yes, something is awakening in you. Something is awakening in you. Kubareko sibakahai. Yekorobo shakatahai. Doesn't matter what they've said. You are great and God makes you great. Jesus makes you great. His ability is more than enough for you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. You can do it. You will do it. You will do it in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. In the name of Jesus. Let's give our